0: Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Hey, George. Hold on, wait, let me put on my new voice. Give me one second, let let me put on my new voice.
1: Oh, I'm good, Dan. How are you? Yeah, this is going to be a, a very fun episode to edit <laughs> because for some reason your regular setup that, you know, hasn't changed at all in the couple of weeks since we've gotten back <laughs> together no. now sounds like a robot who's just it's, having the worst day of its life. <laughs> it's collected
0: dust. You're like it is accumulated dust. But man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there's there's a chance this might be the best sounding episode we've ever had because we're actually recording it the right way,
0: <laughs> both yep. of us. I mean, my way is the correct way. It's just I, I, I spent I sure did spend a lot of money to get this to work right. And now and now I'm using iPhone headphones to record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, we we should talk for a second. The, the last time we got together was to record our 100th episode, and then we, we oh, had a, yeah. we had it all set up that we were going to have a couple weeks off because we got out ahead of it, and we were just going to enjoy this break. And then something fucked up with our 100th episode, and not much we could do about it.
0: Yeah, so thank you for everyone that came along with that. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, again, apologies to uh, Alyssa Aluthi. I am so sorry that you had to become a part of that. Um, but I think it was a great talk afterwards when the episode went correct, when yeah, it the, stepped correct, because you best yeah. step correct. What am I saying?
1: When, when the 100th episode went out as 101, it sounded yes, great. It sounded great. <laughs> also, if it's anyone hasn't a, listened to episode 100, it's something. It's, you know,
0: it's a short one. Yeah. I'm glad that whatever fucking uploaded was
1: a short one. Uh, I listened to a little bit of it. It was chaos, but we have to keep it there. Just, yeah,
0: it is what it is. Go listen, enjoy yourself. But we've moved on. It's a new chapter. We're getting page.
1: We're officially into our next 100 with uh, just a a fantastic guest who I've I've known almost since I I started comedy. Darren Martinez is joining us. Hey,
2: what's up, Darren? Hey, Dan. How's it going? George. Hello, nice, to meet, nice
1: to meet you. Yeah, we didn't do that ahead of time. I wanted to save that for the show for some reason.
0: <laughs> and it's great, too, because Darren's not on video, but, like, neither of our video chats are necessary, technically, because I'm using an iPhone and everything. Yeah. So it's fun just to have, like, a mystery guest in the chat. And let's be honest, two mystery guests, because look who's back. It's oh. RoboMan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. this is the, the list- most fun i'm gonna have <laughs> yeah, the listeners are gonna think this is some sort of bit because i mean <laughs> not like we've set a precedent for that or anything but we've never done bits before yeah. ever we're this very
0: is- serious people
1: this wow. is god's honest truth just a weird fluke that we cannot figure out <laughs> <laughs> yeah darren darren how
2: are you i haven't talked to you in a minute now what's going on i'm doing great um you know just uh trying to stay busy and, um, trying to find different creative outlets since, uh, you know, my, um, <laughs> my comedy club closed. Oh no. Did <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Uh, well, it's been closed for over two years now. And, uh, oh, well, didn't you really really talk to.
1: I, I don't go out there much anymore. So I just kind of assumed it so was like, like saying, a, it's a your COVID fault. Yeah, I, I assume there was like a COVID break happening. I didn't know there was a gone, gone thing happening. It's
2: your fault. Yeah, well, it started with a COVID break. And then um, you see the club is um, inside of a hotel. Yeah. And uh, in the back of this hotel, there's a lot of, um, let's just say, um, promiscu- promiscuous clientele uh. and, um, and uh, jobs happening back there. Gotcha. And, a lot uh, of jobs. Since, well, since COVID started the past few years, a lot more rooms have opened up back there for more business. And um <laughs> the owner of the comedy club just doesn't want to continue forward. Um getting back in there with all the um you know the promiscuous uh people and with Johns that, the, John's that was the
1: that was the best <laughs> attempt at vague answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying
2: this not a to name question. anything. Yeah, where,
0: where, <laughs> where, where? Let's you know, hypothetically, where was this place? Oh, Northeast <laughs> Philadelphia, right on the yeah. Boulevard. There you yeah. go. Okay, a prime location. Prime <laughs> location. Good time. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. At any point, you will see um some uh, craziness happening, and um, definitely you will see some um sexy people at the corner um on, on the Boulevard. Yeah, trying to bring in some business.
1: not not doing anything in particular, just being
2: sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, don't mind me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't mind that. Don't mind that my left butt cheek doesn't have anything covering it. Yes,
0: just the left. It's very important to show a tasteful (laughs) amount of cheek. (laughs) Just, just, it's just a trailer. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it is the weirdest thing, and I don't mean to talk about myself here, but like I usually wear like these big can headphones. This room is so loud. (laughs) <laughs> this room is
1: incredibly loud This is how we always snapped Yeah, this is, this is the world, George <laughs> Yeah, Darren, you have been uh, Better than most people Keeping active on the creative side of things And I, I gotta say it's, it's been the delight of my past couple weeks Since I bought them your, your
2: Moose Thumps books are fucking great Oh, well, uh, thank you very much Thank you, that uh that means a lot to me thanks yeah the uh moose started uh a long time ago on another podcast that i did with uh i think one of your former guests eric todd
1: oh no he's actually my co-host of a different podcast okay that there is yeah there, there's right, so that's... many
0: crossovers with tim yeah. <laughs> this week charles
1: bronson get it
2: once a month on <laughs> every platform i believe mm-hmm. and uh eric todd is uh, god's gift to comedy if you, if anyone if you know him yeah, you know he is.
1: He is wonderful. He will be a guest here soon. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh, so we did a podcast for a while, and um, on the podcast, I usually stay behind the boards. Um, but every October gave me an op- opportunity to just uh, bring a lot of stuff to the table, and by stuff, I'm, I mean like old stories uh, that I wrote when I was twelve years old, when I was actually reading Goosebumps books and so our- uh, trying to parody them myself at that age.
1: So, real, real quick before. We get further into the origin. Describe for people who might not know who I, which I think is George, what is
2: Moose Dumps? Moose Dumps is a parody of Goosebumps. Um, And by parody, I mean that um, some of the titles parody, some of the um, titles of uh, Goosebumps books, but uh, all the material inside of it is completely original in its own. And um, it's not necessarily set for the same, age range that goosebumps was set for. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's a little older, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, as much as I'd like to say, yeah, let your ten year old read it. You should probably let your I'd say like fifteen, maybe fifteen and plus okay. read
1: it. Yeah, yeah I, I was ball. thinking about those like those books where I had like the grossest jokes and just like compilations of like weird stories and those like greasy, grimy go for gut poems and stuff like that. Whatever age I was when I was doing that, I feel like this was this would be like the perfect companion for that age, which is probably like late middle school, probably. Or like that was the funniest thing in the world.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: I'm very excited to check these out because uh, I have been told multiple times while fighting with my fiance, played uh, that I am a child. So this it seems <laughs> right up my alley. Uh, I am very excited because I, I do love parody. I do love satire and I do love poop. Jokes. So, yeah, this, this I feel like is perfect. So, I'm very
1: excited to have you on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. I, oh. I, I recently finally had disposable income again. And I think they might have been the first thing I bought when I was able to just like buy things for fun again. And I was like so excited to finally get them because, like, I mean, we we actually have a, a similar DNA in that the covers are Ben Fiddler drawings, right?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. uh, he did our artwork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see for uh, your cover for the uh, podcast. Um, yeah, Ben Fiddler is the best. He is the best um, best artist. Um, you could any any one of you listening should hire him if you have any projects, including artwork. Definitely look him up and uh, hire him for anything. Yeah, he's, he's one of those to artists. For, uh,
0: I was going to say I've been meaning to actually hit up Ben for the uh, hot dog being cooked by the battery logo for the. Oh, program. Yeah. yeah. I've been meaning to hit him up and be like, yeah, I need this in like a one color for uh, like print off t-shirt design. Would you mind doing something? Like, that's the thing is that anytime I have to ask someone to do something for say who and what now, I have to preface it by being like, this is a joke, and I'm sorry yeah. you have to be a part of this. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I don't mean this, but yes, please. <laughs> yeah, he, he's one of those artists that makes me like immensely jealous because, like, He's the one where if I have an idea that I don't think I can pull off myself, I bring it to him and it's like 20 times better than what I would have made had I actually tried it myself. And I do make art and like what I make.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, with, um, with the moose dump stories, each uh, book has 10 different stories. And, um, with, with Ben, you know, I just trusted him so much. I just said, you know, read the story and then draw whatever you think the, the cover should be, you know what? And, and so everything you see is completely his idea. Each, oh each cover. God. The, uh, I love when you can
0: do that. The oatmeal cream
1: pie Those, like, evil oatmeal cream pies. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so happy that when you sent it, like, the sticker of that came with me. Because, like, I haven't put it on anything yet, so it just, like, periodically shows up around my apartment. And it's just this little, like, thing that just floats from place to place, and I don't know how
2: it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> just like
1: oh, this cream pie is going to eat my soul <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i um i fell in love with that that particular design so much that um i found a company that makes plushies and i had a, a plush a plush doll made of that, that oh, that's, oh, that's amazing awesome. yeah so um honestly
0: so what yeah, a like, what a fun thing to like try to see if you can mass produce like uh like a deluxe collector's edition comes with like this plushy oatmeal cream pie Oh Is yeah, that,
2: definitely. Yeah. yeah. I awesome. I didn't mass produce though. I got one made and I'm I'm just like literally just like tape it, duct tape it to like the top of my table whenever I do like any type of a merchant or vending event. Nice. That's that awesome. That's great. All right. So yeah, back back to the, the
1: origins of it. Because I have been wondering for a long time of like, did you set out to like do Goosebumps parody, or were you just like writing these stories and they kind of like
2: fell into it? Uh yeah, but, well well yeah, okay, so going back to what the story I started earlier about the Eric Todd cast, um, it, every um, October, I had an opportunity to to, re- to present something, and that was Moose Stumps. Moose Stumps um, was a, something I wrote when I was about 12 years old, and um, one day on, on the Eric Todd cast, Stephen Reese, the co-host of Eric Toddcast, cast, says, uh, you know, I want everyone to bring in an old story that you wrote when you were a kid. Try to find something you wrote, so. I knew I had those stories somewhere written. I had a few, like four or five stories. So I went out and I found a composition book and I brought it to the show. And then that day I was just like, I can keep this going. So every week I started reading the stories. So I read the first five stories. Then after that, I didn't have anything for the next few. So behind their backs, I just started writing stories with a 10 year old mindset, you know, set in 1992. And I wrote like another six or seven stories and then, Next October, I had nothing, so I had to keep writing. So I started building up a catalog with the first original five stories I wrote when I was a kid, and eventually I had 40 stories or so, and uh, nothing to do with it. Oh, that's amazing. Does (laughs) that mean that there's more volumes coming? Yeah, yeah. I'm currently working on a a kid's, more kid-friendlier version called Pumpkin Guts, Okay, with uh, co-writing it with um, Sarah, my girlfriend, fiance. So, uh,
1: we'll play the noise and for you too.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. and,
0: uh, <laughs> the, the fiance noise is mine. How dare you? <laughs> All
1: right, I'll, I'll I'll distort it somehow. It'll, it'll be Darren's fiance noise. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Did you want? Did you want something
0: distorted? Hold on. Is this what you wanted? Is hello? Is
1: this? <laughs> is this what you asked for? It really sounds like it's like no, this isn't what I asked for. Like it was answering your question as you were asking. Do
0: the noise. (laughs) I'm in Ah, control,
1: robot. Quit (laughs) screaming. All right, all right. Let's 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 cut this off because I'm losing my mind. Let's spin the wheel. I need to I need to process. All right, (laughs) let's spin this wheel. We got delirious because of fucking course we did. (laughs) What the hell?
0: What a good reason for me to switch all the, uh, all the, uh, things on our wheel to delirious for our first show back. Huh? Dan?
1: Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Well, we already know what I'm going to say when it's my turn, but Darren, what makes you feel delirious?
2: (laughs) Um, a few things actually, uh, just uh, right off the bat um anything that has to do with like uh paranormal stuff like uh not sure. just ghosts but like more like the demon side of things and you know uh that kind of stuff when you know growing up with this, like kind of a strict catholic background you know uh that kind of stuff can just toy with you watching the exorcist you know that does it for me uh it, it kind of like Puts my brain in a way where I can't think straight for, and I don't mean a few days. I mean a few weeks. That's what that kind of stuff does. So I completely yeah. stay away from any kind of religious or uh, demon stuff on television. Anything, so that's any sort of, like, of any sort of occult thing. Well, uh, it's got to uh, be like something that plays off as real. Yeah. You know, like a documentary about it, based on, not necessarily a <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. Not like an Annabelle. Like that does nothing for me. It has to be something like a documentary. Where even though it could be fake to me, since they're presenting it as a documentary, my brain is sucking it in and is creating paranoia and a delirium. Uh, so, <laughs> like, even in like
1: the found footage kind of sense, it has that effect. Even if yeah. like, you know it's narrative, it as if it looks like it's not, then it it works. Yeah,
2: yeah, because then you know, um, there are times where you're just. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not saying you, but there are some people that can question faith correct yeah don't speak for and, uh, me <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna speak for you but there are some people that can question faith but then um you know sometimes you, when you look at that stuff you are like that's stuff's fairy tales anyway like you just want to throw it away and then you're like wait i was raised strictly to believe i can't get it out of my yeah. head so it's like yeah. this weird balance and that also creates the delirium as well
1: See, I, I think that's kind of why those movies don't have that much of an effect on me because like i've I get into them, but whatever. But like, they don't really stick with me because I don't have any sort of religious leaning. Never really did growing up either. So like every time I see a demon and then like the solution in the movie is just like, hey, demon, remember God exists. I'm like, all right, we could have just done that the whole time. (laughs) You had the power to go home all along.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think there was an old Mad TV sketch like that where like. Like, really? This was, it was that easy this whole time? Yeah. I had to to fucking make friends and go on a journey. I almost died several times. Why am I even here? (laughs) Yeah. And it's as simple as like tapping your toes. and Well, that's interesting that you say that. I mean, I can definitely see that from like a heavily Catholic background um, uh, or religious background, Uh, like getting frustrated. But like, this is something that I've actually been thinking about a lot lately. Uh, Darren, when's your birthday? June 10. Matt, see, it's it's these summer, it's these sweet summer children that uh, that get freaked out by the uh, by the spooky spooks. And why is that? Because I'm October. Because I'm October 28th, so I get to own that.
1: So okay, all right. It's a very very weird thing that I don't think I thought about until what you just said. But do you think being born in October and having a full year before like that stuff becomes like the mainstream of pop culture to like as a one-year-old, it's probably easier to process than like a four or five month old. Mm -hmm. So like those those images are just seeded into your brain without you knowing.
0: I don't know if it's that. I think at least for my personal thing. So this is entirely uh, subjective, objective. I always confuse this here. It's It's entirely about me. It's entirely about me, Uh, which it always (laughs) has been. As long uh, as you're speaking just for yourself. It's always just for me. It's for me. It's just for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to think that, and this is not real, obviously, but like, because I, like, when that stuff happens, that means the, the thing that you wait all year round for is coming soon it is the it is the preview like as soon as leaves get yellow and orange and someone puts a frankenstein cut out in their window it's like yes this is my time this is this is like my exciting thing it's it's the it's the opening curtain it's the opening number to this series of things that will happen where it's like it'll be my birthday well first off it'll be my fiance uh, 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 uh play the noise uh it's like my fiance's birthday and then it's our anniversary and then it's my birthday and then it's thanksgiving which i love or that's halloween then it's thanksgiving which i love and then it's christmas which is awesome and then it's pretty much done so it's just this like rapid fire thing where like spooky scary monsters and horror movies and, and ghouls and goblins and the occult and cults and and cool shit is just this the opening door to like all this good stuff so i think in my mind i did trick myself into believing that like this is all good. This is all, it's like, it's it's this beautiful opening number. And I, I found I that like that. when, when like people are born, like I was just talking about some of the birthday was a, July where they were talking about like, I hate when it gets cold. I'm not a huge fan of Halloween. Like at least at Christmas, my family gets together, but there's like nothing really in between that. Especially now that like Thanksgiving, like we're all do it separately. Uh, and it's, it was interesting to hear that. We're like, it's just long enough of a gap where they just don't associate this, like, big opening number of of, of Oogie Spooky. <laughs> I,
1: I, I like that, that, like, it, it doesn't feel bad because, like, everything that it reminds you of is all the good stuff that comes right after it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, so how know, could this those might be, be terribly and horrifying, but, like, you know, it's going to be over and then the good stuff. Yeah. It's like and doing like, your
0: chores before dessert. Yeah, but even like that terrifying stuff is fun. Like, for like, I've learned to love it. Like, I used to hate horror movies and scary stuff uh, just by being born. of it. Like, I loved Halloween. I loved having my birthday. Uh, but it all kind of lines up really fun and nicely. Like, my whole thing was is when I was a kid, when you could uh, turn on the History Channel and it would be like shitty community theater actors discussing the history of who the real dracula was i was like i'm in it yeah i love this this is my time
1: (laughs) god i miss that stuff that that is one of those things that not having cable anymore that i just don't have access to because like putting it on on purpose feels like a waste of my time but if i just come across it Mm -hmm. it's like all right i'll hang out here for a minute (laughs) However,
0: in your life, in your situation, I imagine you just sit quietly at a dinner table and then, like, Meg goes, do you hear about that Copper in Pennsylvania?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So it does just go, come across to you, but you, like, gently put your half-eaten taco from Taco Bell down and go, tell me more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we have one of those uh, Bruce Wayne long-ass dining room tables and we just... We don't speak unless it's like something horrible happened locally. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about that fight called gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of Taco Bell, I went through there just to get like a real quick dollar menu snack today. And they gave mm-hmm. me free soda, like large Baja blast, which I didn't want. I did not want it. <laughs> I still you wanted did not, it. I did not drink it, but I took it happily because it's just nice to get things from nice people. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to know uh, yeah. who ordered that and just didn't take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I um, I got a free brownie batter donut yesterday from uh, nice. Dunkin' Donuts. that's was- a limited edition. But it was weird because it was like uh, it weren't it weren't any behind her where all the other donuts were, and then she went to the to like a back, came back and like as she was coming back she was like wiping something off of it and it was like really hard. So needless to say, I just like left it in the bag and eventually threw it away stuff. the fact that she handed it to me i felt really happy like, God, if God, i've learned anything
0: it, like, this could probably get you superpowers darren yeah. go find that go find that brownie batter donut
1: yeah it's at least yeah. another story in moose thumbs volume three
2: exactly oh yeah def- no you know what um actually this is a true story i don't even know why i'm saying this right now oh. Just because it's horrifying um and and it's and this is something that Still haunts me to this day, and it's because I didn't file suit. Um, I once bit into a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, oh, like a I chocolate, a chocolate uh, frosted donut. Um, confirmation in the background. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> that in to Don't say you no. Know. And, yes. and hello. And there was a human tooth inside the donut. Now, I didn't bite into the no. tooth, <laughs> but I saw the tooth inside the donut. And uh, <sighs> to this day, I always feel like that was like my, my million dollar that was like my chance to make a million off the of Dunkin'. Holy shit, Darren. What the fuck did you just yeah. tell me? And it wasn't, it wasn't, and of course, it, since it was a missing tooth, it was like a disgusting, decaying tooth. It wasn't like a white tooth either. So uh, just, oh. you know, next time you buy into a Dunkin' Donuts, if they're not a sponsor, right? Uh, next yeah. time you um, buy into a, a Donuts, just be, yep. very, be very careful. That's all.
1: I, I should say so I, Feel Feelings runs on Duncan, but, you know, in this moment, it is, it's is—it's your story. I'm not here to corroborate or say one thing or comment on it. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those stories that's like, because of what I talked about earlier, I'm like, is it my fucking birthday <laughs> suit? Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I feel like... I can- with a tooth. I'm
2: not going to go back there now. No. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's weird? As like, if I really like, I thought about it after, Like, if I really wanted files to, file suit, they would. They could probably find a factory worker in there who has like a freshly missing tooth and like piece it together.
1: But yeah, because they it definitely, definitely
2: come from the same place. Like yeah, all the no donuts come from guys, one spot. Some guy's like leaning over the vat, like jiggling his tooth with his tongue, and then <laughs> <just> flies <laughs> in slow motion right into the vat. Oh God, damn it! Uh,
0: this my yeah. life. Wait, oh I don't my, know why I threw uh, that
2: in there, but uh, it's just a little bit. That's a true story. That's that's a real what, horror story.
1: Hey, George, what does the robot think about it?
2: Oh, let's find out. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: hey,
2: robot. hey, robot, what
0: do you think about uh, teeth and donuts? Huh? Uh, oh, just uh, like that. That's what you feel about like? uh, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, interesting. Well, thank you, uh, Donut. Go
1: back to your. Hey, stop. Stop uh, yelling. Stop. He's so rude. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> he
0: just talks over you the entire time.
1: Thinking about making this work in the edit is <laughs> messing with my focus fully. But you know, it fits the theme. We're gonna you roll got with it. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, it's a long weekend. We're, we're gonna ride this one out. <laughs> oh
0: my god, it's beautiful. Uh, my sister, when she used to work at a Subway, just to talk about like, you know, with things that happen that are out of your control, but technically are like you could you could get your tooth back from the donut batter, but you chose not to. Uh, <laughs> she worked at like a gas station subway um, and anytime a fly would land on the tuna and then she'd just like roll the fly into the tuna. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. She'd just land, she go like, just fold it in.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Check
0: out, check out Necroporium
1: where my sister does all her dead
0: thing I, art. I could not
1: remember the last part of it, but I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> she, she got to start with tuna. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, no. She got her start with uh, with the fetal pig
0: project in like middle school and high school. Oh, yeah. Did you guys have that? She like kept bits. She would like open up this drawer that is hysterical, Lexi. If you're listening, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm airing all your business out, but this is hysterical. <laughs> she had this like classic '90s white furniture, uh, and then she had taken sh- like chisel tip sharpie to write stuff on it, and there was a drawer that was labeled come what may because it was from moulin rouge (laughs) and when you opened it it was jars of piggy parts it had uh, a dead mouse in like water inside a gatorade bottle um it had little dead flies it had puppy dog tail earrings it had just like weird stuff it was just her dead drawer there were coffin nails in a mason jar, but it was just nails we found in the yard. But she labeled it with like a
2: little coffin. That I dig.
1: I dig that. That's, <laughs> that's an upcycle. That's what that is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> more all that more condiments for tuna sandwiches. Yeah. Exactly. You just smear that on
0: a tuna with provolone. Nice. It's good stuff.
1: God, I feel so vindicated for never eating tuna like that. <laughs> but i do i do eat donuts though so oh god <laughs> yeah
0: i took
2: a Did week
1: here
2: i think oh, i'll take like two weeks off of donuts after that
1: yeah, I've at, least weeks. Weeks. I it, it, yeah.
2: at least two weeks you take at least 14 weeks. days it's bad it's pretty <laughs> bad i gotta tell you never an everyday thing.
1: I've had one of those weeks where I'm not a typical coffee drinker. Like I don't typically drink coffee, I guess is how I should have said that sentence. But every day this week, and if I go into a Dunkin' Donuts and see all of the donuts, I don't know how to not also get a donut. Like drive through, I can withhold. But when I actually see them, I cannot not get them. So every day this week, I've had a donut. And now I'm like, did I have a tooth? You had a tooth. You had at least one tooth fragment.
0: <laughs> oh, Maybe you got gosh. some bone. Maybe you got the filling. everything ever think of that? You ever like <laughs> eat a cheeseburger from McDonald's and you get a little bit, a bit of cartilage in there and you like feel it they're uh, yeah. around? It's really? that, but it's
1: a tooth in your I Boston eat, cream donut. I only eat every other fast food restaurant. I don't go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have it your way? Or no, it's Burger King. Yeah, whatever they do. I'm not loving it. Blood a bummer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we got there. <laughs> I, I was working in a kindergarten class today, and I saw two little girls having the most serious conversation about like ways to lose a tooth. Because like the one girl had a loose tooth, and like the other girl was like advising her through how to actually get it to fall out, and it was so funny there was like have you tried biting on something hard and like the girl was like no I have and she's like would a pair work and started going through her lunchbox trying to find like stuff she could eat I like, I like how she was trying to solve the problem yeah, I, I it was, appreciate the help it was like two adults trying to solve relationship problems but it was one girl just trying to lose a tooth <laughs>
0: And that woman then are late for her shift at Dunkin' Donuts.
1: (laughs) Uh. Uh, Let's take a break. (laughs) Hey, friends and weirdos, I'm
0: Meg. And I'm Alyssa, and we're the hosts over at the podcast Real Chills. Do you love the unexplained? Do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night? If so, Real Chills Podcast is for you. The best part is, all our stories are true. You can check us out on Spotify. And if you have a story you'd like to share, email us at realchillspodcastgmail.com.
1: At hey, everybody. Danny here with Plugs. You can check out Darren's Twitch stream, Sip Chat Play. They go live every Tuesday night. You can also, as we talked about on the episode, get his books, Moose Dumps, at moosedumps.com. And definitely go check out Darren on Facebook so you can get his dates. Go see him live. He is one of my favorite people to see perform. Blanketing Covers has its season finale for season one tomorrow. If you haven't gone over and checked out that show, I would really appreciate it if you did. Go write some reviews, check out some episodes, share it out with people. And while you're at it, you could uh, do the same for us. Wherever platform you're listening on, you can give ratings and reviews on Spotify now. Uh, Go for it. George and I are at Feel Feelings Pod. And keep an eye out for all... Things Wasted Robot at WastedRobotRecords.com That's it for this week. Back to the show. And we're back. So the thing about teeth
0: and dots is... Deep breaths. Deep breaths. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dan, do you want to... It seems like this episode has given you a couple things that you could go off of for
1: for your option. Well, I mean... This this not being, like, chosen ahead, Delirious feels like the most, like, early episodes of our show where we plan it so we can talk about the thing (laughs) we want to talk about. Delirious feels the most accurate to that in my life since we changed the format. (laughs) Like, this is totally an accident, randomly chosen, and... I have had the absolute just like most bewildered week, just a constant state <laughs> of like confusion. I don't know what is happening this week. Part of me just wants to blame the full moon and be like, I'm one of those people now. <laughs> Deal with it. Yep. Every, every kid that I've worked with this week has just been off in every different way possible. And then the next day, that same kid will be off in a different way and the other kid will be off in the other way. And then the one kid I see in school, literally every kid in that school is off. Like, I don't know if it's the weather going like from 19 to 60 in a day and then back. But holy shit, my my mind has just been just like knocked off kilter this week and trying to keep up and then showing up to do this and Only hearing the robot voice for the first half hour of trying to make this work. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) What do you say? Dan,
0: answer the the question. What do you say?
1: There was legitimately a second where, when you came in the meeting and that was all I was hearing, (laughs) and I was like, my brain just broke. That, like, there's no way that something techno like technologically is wrong with George's setup. It's worked every time we've tried to do this in two different locations over two years. It's worked every time. So clearly my brain must be broken. (laughs) It's the only logical answer. I I was I was proud of my problem solving skills still showing up because I I am proud of my problem solving skill. Not even going to edit that out. I'm just going to leave that in. Of course, son. you, sweet summer child. I am <laughs> proud of my problem solving skills in general. They're they're usually pretty quick, but the time it took me to process what was happening really, really set me back. Like I, I am amazed that I have words to use in this episode because that really just like cracked something for me. <laughs> the, the the fact that I haven't just been here like creepy laughing. Really? <laughs> this episode is a victory, whether it sounds like it or not.
0: Oh, I wish I wish that you did, though. I wish this entire episode was a robot voice. And you're like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But right right before we started recording, I was listening to this record that I've had for a long time. And for I get fans of the show and fans of me know I have the covers podcast that season one is wrapping up. But I've had this record for a very long time that is ABBA covers where the music is altered just enough so that the lyrics sung in Hindi are like an accurate translation and fit the song. So I was listening to that right before we started recording. So you set a, yourself up. Yeah, it was a That's language I don't understand mm-hmm. and music that I I know <laughs> Basically like the back of my hand that was like just enough different. So it's it's broken. My whole mm-hmm. my brain is broken. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I hope you got better. <laughs> it was it, it was to the point that when when it was delirious that I was like, shut up Darren, I'm going first this time.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's uh I mean, I, it'll end soon, Dan. Yeah. I, I just hang in there.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I have um, a, a four-day weekend coming up, and I'm going to need every one of them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect. Well, that's a shame because I was going to invite you to the National leader Hosen Judging Competition in Greentown, Pennsylvania. That doesn't exist, but
1: I kind of want to make happen last
0: minute just to confuse the shit out of you.
1: Oh, make the make the Facebook event and just right before the title of the event, say rescheduled and people will like, oh, this must have been from before. It's brilliant. I know. Uh, I, I would go to that and I would be the one person there. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. All right. So speaking of later, one of the the funniest things <laughs> I've I've ever seen in my life, and I cannot say where this is. So there's this church that I used to drive by where every year they have an Oktoberfest. And for a church, yes, it's a it's a Lutheran church. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know enough about Yeah, I don't know enough about the religion to know if German and Oktoberfest and stuff like that play into it. it just is what it is. On this banner that they have hanging on the corner of the very busy intersection, there is just a guy with a beer and lederhosen, and he has, like, the little hat on. That is the priest. <laughs> that
0: is the, the head
1: of that church. It looks like the most generic-looking, like, we found a stock image of a guy in lederhosen, and it is the boss of that nice. church. <laughs> it is one of the, It makes me laugh every time. They do it every year. Yeah, I
0: I used to work at a uh, barbecue joint. Uh, uh, shout out to Fink's Barbecue in Suffern, New Jersey or Suffern, New York. Um, but I used to work there in college, and I became very friendly with the owner, Fink. He's a great guy. Um, he uh, he opened up this restaurant in Suffern. Um, it was kind of like went in between hands for a while, but now it's officially his. After I moved to North Carolina, ish, I think it was when he took it over officially, and uh, he learned how to sign spin so he could stand next to his restaurant past like this busy highway and spin the sign that says like, come to Finks. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when people came in be like, how much are you paying that guy to go out there? And so he could be like, oh, that guy, I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, he just did it so he could be like, oh, you don't think I can do it? It's my business, I can do what I want. I learned a sign
1: spin for this. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. Do you have to go to school for sign spinning? Like, is there like No, uh, but it takes instructor? a lot of practice. Apparently it was just like YouTube videos
0: on YouTube videos. And he would just like sit out front and practice every day and try to get people to come
1: into his restaurant.
0: Like, it's like a popular place. It's, it's a very, it's a very bumping, popping
1: place. It's just, Do you think because of this, because of the sign spinning, do you think it's really that it, effective?
0: It adds to it for sure. It absolutely has to add to it. Um, I mean,
2: I, 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 like uh, my, where I want to buy a new couch, like it's not determined by how fast a sign is spun outside of <laughs> yeah. the place. Yeah. Although um, sometimes
0: you see it like there is a uh, mattress firm at the corner of like Oregon and
1: Shunk, maybe, I think it was. Or Oregon in front. Was Oregon not, in front? It's not there. Oregon, there. Oregon and Shunk are parallel. But um, it's it, the building is still there. What but, happened? It's just a shell of uh, a structure now. I don't believe it opened back up after everything.
0: That's a shame because there used to be a guy who would sit out front with like a sequined shirt and do like James Brown covers on like a little karaoke machine. And I was oh. like, every time I every time
1: I drove past it, I was like, I kind of want a mattress. <laughs> I I went to a restaurant. Uh, I want to say it was like Fox Chase ish, where. My my friend lives near there, and he's like, "I got." For those
0: listening outside of Pennsylvania, Fox Chase is a town. where you have a million different weird, fun town names.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of Philly-ish. It's like north. I don't know, somewhere south. I don't know. I'd actually have no idea where Fox Chase is. <laughs> I drive through it all the time. I literally drive through it on the way to work. I know I know where it is and how to get there, it's, but I, I don't know which direction I'm going.
0: It's a complete liminal space. It doesn't yeah. actually exist. That's why the name is so funny.
1: Yeah. So I was meeting my friend out there. He lives out there and he's like, I got this notification on one of those like next door or one of those citizen apps that there's a guy doing a Michael Jackson impression outside of the one restaurant. And he's like, I kind of want to go and see if he's still there. This was like the next day. The, the guy was still there. He was basically there for the whole week, apparently. I think he Hell missed, yeah. like, one day, like, the notifications-wise, and maybe no one reported it. But, like, he yeah, was re- there for, the like, a full week. To... Yeah. And he was he was it all right. It was, like, a heavy reverb thing where you can't really tell if the guy has a voice or not. <laughs> but, you know. That's how,
0: that's how I, you play guitar. You load it with some ethereal reverb. No one knows. You don't have any idea what's going on.
1: It, yeah. It, it harmonizes with itself. <laughs> it does. it. It's great. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, I've been dealing with a lot of like pedal board stuff lately because we were going to do a live band show with Casey, uh, but it got pushed back, so we're just doing an acoustic show. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll promote it. I'll I'll, I'll say the date when I remember it. Um, but uh, it is just like sitting there and like trying to run pedals through in a certain combination to create that effect because we need to have that effect for its song. It's hysterical. You're just going insane. That's is like it- with a volume pedal. Like, wow. Is it making wow. you delirious? I would say so. But no, the thing that makes me delirious this week, it's, it's genuinely, it's, I guess, you're right, it's something about this week. But over the weekend, this is more of a story than anything, but I got to say, it, it, it drove me insane. And I, only one thing got me to come down off of this. So we, uh, we were supposed to have like a nice weekend in. Um, and then we got invited to a concert and we we're like, maybe we'll go. And then Casey said, I've purchased tickets, we're going to Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll go after I buy them. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah, so we'll buy these tickets. So we go, and so and I didn't know much about the artists. I've heard songs here and there, excuse me, and, uh, and was excited to go in kind of black. Okay. Um, and then we went to one of Casey's spin classes. And at that spin class, we met up with some other friends. And one of her friends had brought her new boyfriend, now ex-boyfriend, didn't work out.
1: Oh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: so so recently.
0: <laughs> it was so recent. It happened so quickly. Uh, and I don't mean to put her business out there, but it goes along with the insanity of this of this okay. story. This this man was uh, like the perfect example of like a himbo. Okay, uh, and because I'm the other guy between like the two girls and the two guys <laughs>
1: i thought you were gonna say you're the other end of the spectrum
0: <laughs> and uh, because i because really, i'm because i'm just so incredibly smart and, yeah. and and put together no it's just like because i'm the other guy in the room all the girls were like oh yeah we'll go to this concert too let me go downstairs we'll try on some outfits and then we'll go up for so we can leave for the show so i'm just left with this fucking guy in my living room and i hate this part of of being a man in a relationship where people are just like, here, do you have penis? You hang out with the other penis. and, and yeah, maybe you be Yeah. Yes. Just be, be friends. You can do that. Right. No, I don't want to do that.
1: I am but, so good at that. It is. Uh, it is one of my few social skills is like existing in a room with another person who I've never met.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't bring me too much. Adjunct. So I'm already like, I'm stressed out about that. I turn on TV. Um, and I put on something. we're like, here, just watch this. I got to do some dishes. Watch TV. Yeah. Look,
1: <laughs> look over there. <laughs> look over there. And
0: I turned around and this man is just staring blankly at like a vice video that I put on about like the history of teenage dirtbag by Wienus. Like, is this the video nice. that was like in my next viewing here? I turn not This man is like someone turned his brain off. He's just. Boo.
1: He was like, that was so, a
0: man. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way. Uh, which is weirdo dude right so we get in the car we're driving down we get to stop at a restaurant i'm not feeling too good anyway so like already like this confusion is setting in where it's like how do i go this situation how do i how do i like you know handle how i usually handle things like the whole social construct thing went out the fucking window for some reason we get to the show it's what beautiful show the artist's name is wax the hatchy wax oh, is fantastic yeah. They, yeah.
1: yeah i love they're them. incredible
0: yeah they're incredible So now I'm watching this band where I've never dove deep into their music. So I'm watching them and I'm enjoying it, and it's like, oh man, I'm putting myself in this universe where it's in, in like I'm getting my heart broken at some roadside bar in rural Texas or something. Like it's just like the perfect music for that. Oh yeah. And then there's this also this fucking guy that's been with me the entire day (laughs)
1: standing next to me,
0: (laughs) where I can't I can't be like, wow, this is incredible, huh? Just uh what? Yeah, uh, it's and I, maybe I'm being too mean for him, but what I just I couldn't I couldn't hang I couldn't do it, and I realized that like my social anxiety created this delirium that I could not get out of for a few days where I was just like, did Saturday even happen? It got so late so like I like I couldn't hang at the concert because I was just like my back hurt. I'm just an old man where it's like, yeah. I shouldn't have worn vans to a concrete floor show. This is all like, I got to figure out what kind of flooring the venue has before I go now. <laughs> uh, It's a whole thing where I just completely, by the time we got home, I I like, I remember getting home and I remember waking up and I woke up with all my clothes next to me on the floor next to the bed. And just like, I have no idea how I got into bed. Like, I just don't know what happened after. And it wasn't alcohol induced or anything. It was just completely, complete tired socially exhausted delirium uh and the one thing that broke it was i put on the Waxahachie record and the last song on the Waxahachie record uh the like bonus edition
1: version was about is, this situation exactly <laughs> no it was just a very
0: beautiful cover of streets of philadelphia oh yeah I love that. <laughs> And it made me think about Philadelphia, and I was like, you know what? If you can survive being a comedian for like three and a half years, walking to and from shows, doing your own shows, hosting at Raven, you can get through this Saturday. <laughs> it's all gonna be okay. Yeah, the, I think that's uh, weird. it. Was the only thing that could like break me out of the cycle of like, how am I living? Like, how is this real life?
1: It it's so weird though, because like. I've had a bunch of those nights this week, too. And I it feels like everybody is we're like all of a sudden I looked over and it was three o'clock in the morning the other day. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing anything. I was just on my phone, like messing around with all the different games I play. And like,
0: yeah, you zone you like just take immediately remove yourself and disassociate. And then when you snap to you're like, oh, it's
2: it's late. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Video games can get you uh, very delirious. Oh, for sure. uh, Oh. Yeah, video Especially games are like just the casino of
1: like passive activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There's the uh, uh, I remember the last game that I got really obsessed with, uh, maybe like six years ago or something like that. Um, I, it was like a coworker of mine as well. We picked up this game as soon as it came out. It was a world building game where you just you know build your own world and you know try to survive or whatever. But this is the first time we ever played this type of game, so uh, <laughs> we became so obsessed for like five days in a row. We probably got, like, an hour, you know, every two days. So within five days, we probably got, like, three hours top sleep. And we would go to work and only speak about the game. Like, that was all we could do. We couldn't think outside of it. And, uh, like, it was truly insanity. Like, it was just that. Yeah, that's all you think about. I had that
0: with Fallout 4. I became obsessed with Fallout 4 where I was just like, I'm not even doing the mission. I'm just wandering around Massachusetts. Like, that's the whole game. Like, I just yeah. stumble into a thing and be like, oh, my friend's apartments are around the corner from this place.
1: I was just thinking about that the <laughs> other day because I watched the uh, Uncharted movie. And I was like, oh, I think the reason I loved the Uncharted game is because it was like a fake open world where like it was like, oh, you can do anything you want, but uh, you should go over there and nothing else anywhere else <laughs> in the room works. <laughs> open world. <laughs> yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that's uh yeah i could definitely see how that would break down someone's psyche and someone's uh uh solid mind by just hey you're entering a new world you're entering a new uh uh setting so your brain has to adjust to that because it's Uh, complete escapism and it's complete just like okay, I'm in control of this. It's why Grand Theft Auto became such a huge game. It was like, I can do whatever I want, even stuff I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Uh, and and then coming back to the real life, that's why I worry about this metaverse thing where I, I, I don't know if this is the smartest idea to disassociate to work.
1: Do you know uh, what I mean? I mean, VR stuff definitely freaks me out a little bit, but after playing the... Uh, Star Wars 1 where it's like the training simulation of like Luke Skywalker becoming a Jedi or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I uh, get it. I want to just keep messing I, up these droids I, uh, with I'm my force power. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to can I live here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like it, well, you can like the
0: the whole plot like to uh those Assassin's Creed games cuz I would get those every year cuz they would come oh, the out animus? around my birthday. <laughs> like the Animus thing where like you you grant access to your ancestors physical memories so then all of a sudden like you hang out in ancient israel for uh, a game and now you can do backflips jump over high buildings and not die yeah uh that that technically is kind of what we're doing where it's like okay let's, let's work up your your reflexes for things i
1: definitely got uh, obsessive with those games where like i i could not focus on life until i collected all the high places or whatever that mm-hmm. eagle eye thing was yeah. Mm-hmm. Video games are hard But let's see if other people chose video games For what real, made them delirious Real quick before they do that Because I've never actually asked people this question before And I've I, i I've always kind of wondered If it's just a thing that happens to me But I, I tend to play more Kind of like the arcade style games Like the Tetris, Pac-Man, those kind of games okay. Where it's very kind of Flashy lights and repetitive images Do you... If you play those kind of games too much, just see them when you close your eyes, like regardless, like not even like right after you were playing with like the negative image kind of thing, but like later in the day, separate from it.
0: No, I I got an Xbox for Christmas when I was about 13 years old and the only game it came with was TDR. Uh, So for a while I had to play with the buttons which is not how you're supposed to play DDR. Uh,
1: <laughs> my fingers
0: are great dancers. <laughs> oh, my God. My fingers dance like, no, no, look at this. Look at that. You see that? You see that over here? Robot, how do you feel about this? Let's just ask Robot. How do you feel about the dancing? Oh, he hates it. He hates the dancing. Yeah, he's a uh, purist. He doesn't <laughs> um, but like, yeah, you would go to bed or, or go to school and I'd close my eyes and I would just see like, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. Up down yeah. up
1: down, right. Double, double. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I, <laughs> I, I had it, I had it the other day with two dots to the point that like, I couldn't go to sleep without like playing it. That, like, I had to like wake up from being super tired to be like, all right, I'll play like a level or two. To appease these images in my eyes so I can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 for real. I think. Okay,
0: I feel the, uh, way less crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're fine. It's still del- but it is a delirium for sure. Oh, like, yes it you're, is. You're not crazy because it's happening to other people. It's crazy that it happens to other people. Yeah, the fact that it does happen. The fact that it does, <laughs> yeah. it's
1: not it's not insanity because it's temporary and justified and explainable. But yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. What did what did our fans say? What do we got?
1: Oh, being overtired, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, it's a, <laughs> that's, that's more cause and effect than anything. Right? <laughs> uh, the next one sent in a bunch of stuff, so I want to kind of take them one at a time here. So, okay, dancing to my favorite songs. I I enjoy that kind of delirium where you can just kind of like give yourself over to an experience and forget that you have other thoughts.
0: Okay, I'm totally that
1: you know, I dance like you know, no one's watching and all that stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> always
0: dance like everyone's watching.
1: Yeah, stand exactly
2: yeah. perfectly still. <laughs> yeah. I think I think when you know all the lyrics, you can fully just like get right into it. Like kind of like a VR thing where you're just Oh yeah. Like, your brain's on off and the words are just coming out.
1: Oh yeah, those situations where like if the music stopped you wouldn't know the words anymore.
2: Yeah, kind of like when you're up on stage and you're doing a joke that you've done 38 times. You can start having conversations in your head while you're performing the joke. Oh,
1: I I live for those moments. More, more than, like, that joke working, I just live for that, like, second-head kind of thing of, like, I'm here, but I'm also here doing something else. Let's see. Smelling freshly mowed grass. You know, that's a... Uh,
0: I read somewhere that that's a... Uh, like a warning to other plants like it's a it's a reactionary thing that grass happens where it's like don't come over here plants there's been a massacre <laughs> i don't i don't know if i
1: buy that but i love it
0: yeah no it's it's a thing that plants release really to be like listen danger over here plants
1: <laughs> wow i guess that makes uh, sense because grass doesn't generally smell no there's not like a when, default grass smell it's the cut when grass you cut smell. it
0: Cut grass smell has a smell because because the plant we're killing them. We're destroying them. <laughs> Much like I'm keeping this robot hostage. Hey robot, how you doing? Robot, are you there? There you are, buddy. Do you need
1: anything? Okay. Alright, you hang out there. Oh, he might need to be recharged.
0: <laughs> I hope it just makes it work. I just yeah. want my rig back. <laughs> Uh, eating truly wonderful chocolate. Who is that like a brand or is that just they love true chocolate just and are using adjectives?
1: Adjectives on top of chocolate.
2: Wow. Adjective Where, chocolate. I prefer Where'd my you-
1: chocolate on top of adjectives, but you know, fine.
2: Do you think that's more um, orgasmic or delirium? Because the orgasmic feeling can also for a second kind of uh, You know, Darren, I've never
0: came because of chocolate, but I get what you're saying.
2: It's
1: it's, it's like orgasmish.
2: Yeah, orgasmish. Yeah. Like, yeah. ask.
0: Yeah. yeah, half a chub. I'll give it
1: half a chub for a really good piece of chocolate. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> it's like an upper body orgasm. That's it. It's it's a yeah. it's like a ribs up positive I feel. Say, <laughs> I have had a piece of chocolate cake that gave me a pea shiver. Does that count? <laughs>
0: I'm counting that.
1: (laughs) I don't know how to process the sentence you just said because I I don't know how one leads to the other. (laughs) Here's two sentences. No, I'm going to go through three sentences that I've said
0: just to see out of context if they'll confuse the shit. Number one, the one we just said. I once had a piece of chocolate cake that gave me a pea shiver. Does that count?
1: Because it sounds like... Hyperbole, but because you're telling it as a true story, I don't know how the two affect each other like that. No. Anyway, next uh, one. The
0: okay, I'll be there's only two, because this one I also said, and I said it as a joke, but the delivery went well enough where the entire office went, What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Because someone's commented that it was going to be very windy in the next day. And I went, oh, I don't like wind. I had a bad experience. My father was a kite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That really threw some people off. They were like, what the fuck did you just say?
1: Yeah, that was when everyone at work found out that you're funny?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not that.
1: With the intended question mark. (laughs) I think George is funny or severely disturbed. (laughs) He's some kind of funny.
0: Yeah, just, throw, just, just lob that grenade out, you know? It's like the yeah. trailer to the Spider-Man movie. You just watch the Green Goblin bomb kind of roll into the street, and you see what happens.
1: Was there a third one? I thought there was a third one. I forgot it. All right. Laughing hysterically. Wouldn't know anything about it. Never laughed before in my life. Except and, when
0: someone tells me that they found a fucking tooth in their donut. <laughs> I,
2: I still
1: don't know why that was funny.
2: <laughs> oh, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. I think I definitely get delirious when I, when I'm, when I'm just on like that um, nonstop laughter, uh, just, you know, when you, when you can laugh for at least like two minutes, to three, when it, when it starts getting past two minutes and you're still laughing at the same thing. I think at that point, you are kind of slip into, into some type of delirium. Where you oh, can't snap, yeah. snap right back into the real world. Like Let me ask some, have you, did
0: you ever feel delirious, Darren, when you were chewing teeth with your teeth? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, like, a, like I said, fortunately, I didn't bite into the tooth. That would have been a whole different experience. I don't think I would. I don't think I, you would have heard the story if that was the case. I would have, like, <laughs> you know, it, 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 I would be still traumatized, traumatized. It's like we don't talk about
0: Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. We are strictly. A Krispy Kreme family Yeah, Darren's different We're
2: now. To <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to be. But like I said, I waited two weeks, and then that was it. So obviously, I didn't learn my lesson. It's not about learning
0: lessons; it's about getting over your trauma. Yeah,
2: okay. either either That's you've grown,
1: or you're just on a perpetual hunt for teeth, and you you heal. Either either mm-hmm. thing is commendable.
0: This man comes in with a hook for a hand and a bag full of loose teeth, and he goes to the counter and goes, one glazed stick, please. <laughs> and and people whisper, people whisper in the corner, that's
2: the tooth fairy.
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing a guy now who was like trying to track it down before it got somewhere and like saw you drive away <laughs> with it and was like, No, it was the <laughs> no. I, I almost had a complete set i got all 31 back and he took 32 i was so close do you have 32 teeth i think that's i made that number up but i think go through a
0: couple more i'll count my teeth go for it all
1: right i i've tried counting my teeth before but i get lost in the middle and start over (laughs) (laughs) uh working at a birth this person's a midwife working at a birth for 20 plus hours should i have waited for you to stop counting to say that i only one? have 28 teeth <laughs> i definitely have two more than normal because half of my wisdom teeth were taken out and then the other half were reinforced because i need them
0: you know what helps keep
1: those teeth in there
0: the cream from a boston cream donut
2: it actually works as like a poly gun you just slide it in
0: there it's it it it, it, it uh, seals solid <laughs> but you got to retrieve it yeah yeah it you gotta pop it out every once in a while I'll clean it you don't want the sugar to decay your tooth
1: is being held
0: in place with uh, custard saying,
2: yeah it's a dangerous it game you
1: gotta time it just yeah, right. it's true
0: so wait 28 29 30 31 30. so i'd have 32 teeth if i kept my wisdom teeth
1: okay so maybe i have 30 then missing two from the wisdom listen, teeth you, coming go, out. you let's do like two matter. more and this then doesn't need to be a teeth know.
0: episode there's a teeth. <laughs> dan it's been a teeth episode since darren dropped the tooth
2: donut bomb <laughs> hey, listen that's a true story i want you guys to remember that the rest of your life oh I. Darren, will. do
1: you think i'll ever forget <laughs> i mean I've, I've already declared i'm barely editing this episode but i will have to listen through just to check sound and stuff so yeah, I'm gonna hear this a bunch. I will remember this.
0: So I was okay. No, I'm uh, forget the whole T-shirt design that I need. I'm t- texting Ben later and asking him to draw me a donut with a tooth sticking out,
2: just a toothy
0: donut. You designed Ben.
1: I think I have an odd number of teeth. I, that's what I mean. I'm bad at counting my teeth. Came back with 29. I have an asymmetrical mouth. This
0: happens. So does Tom Cruise. That's why his tooth is in the middle of his face.
2: Oh,
1: I don't think I ever <laughs> Look at Tom that.
0: Cruise's smile. Yeah, his, his, his middle tooth is his big tooth.
1: All right, you ready anyway, for the last couple?
0: Let's do, yeah, let's do like two more.
1: All right, we got three joke ones, and uh, let's just close it out on those. We okay. have that one Eddie Murphy special. And I said the one with all the leather because that's both of them. Uh-huh. And he said, no, the other one. it's so... a great answer.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, Delirious is the iconic one. Delirious is the red one. Yeah, delir- it's Delirious and
0: Raw. raw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the Daddy w- Daycare. Yeah. <laughs> but the natural jump from uh, homophobic Italian racism to Haunted Mansion.
0: <laughs> haunted Mansion, maybe...
1: <baby. laughs> Oh, those jokes are funny. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch it now. I, my mindset's changed. But when I was younger, those were the funniest things I'd ever seen.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember being a kid because I, I was a kid of a certain age where uh, Comedy Central would only play the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. And you're just like, I guess Get Her Done is funny because this is what I'm allowed to watch.
1: Yeah. Here's this my sign, I guess. Yeah.
0: Thanks, all.
1: See, for me, it was Gallagher. Gallagher was, every Saturday morning, they would just play Gallagher specials. And it was like, I guess that was all that was available. Didn't he get,
0: didn't he like walk off of Mark Maron's podcast?
1: Yeah, that's the whole thing. I don't care.
0: <laughs>
1: he seems terrible. Right. I don't think I ever expected him not to seem terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Gallagher 2, though. Gallagher 2. Gallagher 2, electric (laughs) boogaloo. Class act. (laughs) Yeah, Gallagher 2, for for those who don't know, is Gallagher's brother, I want to say, who did Gallagher's act when Gallagher no longer wanted to do it. And he like like franchised out the act to his brother.
0: (laughs) There you go. Gallagher 2. I
1: like that. Uh, We have, One time while I was at my job writing a soap opera, Soap opera, I got hit in the head and found myself in that very soap opera. Ooh, that happens all the time. I'm sure that's a reference of some sort, and it is bothering me that I don't know what the reference is. But also, soap very, operas. very funny. <laughs> Which soap opera? Yeah. Uh, you know,
0: we're going to have to reach out.
1: I want to know. Was it passion? I mean, your guess is as good as mine.
0: Whichever one took place in a snow globe that was being held by a child with autism.
1: Saying elsewhere, okay. that wasn't a soap opera.
0: Uh, it is. <laughs> See, I'm
1: just, I got a reference. I'm good. I can move on. <laughs> and we've moved. And, all right, and let's do one more. The last one Flip Mode Squad, which is a reference to Buster Rhyme's song, Dangerous. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love Buster okay. Rhyme's. Mm-hmm. How'd you get...
0: enjoy the, uh, the halftime show that he didn't show up at?
1: I mean, yeah, he wasn't part of it at all. But, but it, was, rap. it was pretty great. The... I enjoyed it. I, oh, yeah. I, I kind of wished the, the transitions between songs was more seamless, but the songs themselves and the performances individually were fantastic. It was great.
0: I will say that uh, I never thought I would hear the day. See the day, hear the day.
1: Feel it, feel it. speak
0: Speak the day. Seize the day. I never thought that my mother would call me and go, Who's this Kendrick Lamar? He's very talented.
2: Mm Oh, that's awesome. He's obviously a war hero. Look at those gold. Look at all those badges he's wearing. He seems, (laughs) what
0: are all these men in boxes for?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was having so much fun with that because my favorite part of any dance number is when the dancers have to move the props and then come back as if they weren't also stage crew. (laughs)
0: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> really good time. Uh
1: well I think that's
0: the show. And I think I need to get out of here because the robot hasn't fed its motor oil yet. Uh robot are you uh-huh. hungry? Uh-huh. Yes you are. <laughs> you, you are hungry. Are. All right. All right. Back get back in your home. Get back in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> Feelings is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Feel Feelings Pod, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash Feel Feelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts or such a professional show.